Talking Dogs on Thursday with Barry Drake. For all the latest Greyhound racing news, check out grisland.ie forward slash Talking Dogs. Hello and welcome along to episode 53 of Talking Dogs on Thursday with myself, Barry Drake. This week we're going to say hello to Damien Matthews of the famous Matthews family who enjoyed more big race success last Saturday night at Shelburne. And um, it's hello to you, Damien, and uh, welcome to the podcast. Hello, Barry. Thanks very much. Yeah, so great to have you on um, this week, uh, Damien. Of course, you had um, fantastic success in the final of the, the champion stakes with the m- machine. And uh, we all see these these great videos going around social media. So I'm sure it was uh, another special night for your family. Absolutely. Uh, it's, um, it's great to get uh, success, particularly with a dog of his calibre by. Um, he's had a lean period when it comes to successes recently. So to win on Saturday night was a, a massive bonus for everybody. The Boyle Sports Champion Stakes has um, you know, a great history, one of the, the biggest competitions in the calendar, 20,000 euros uh, to the winner. It was another fantastic event um, you know, this year. And, and just prior to the final, um, I know you did say, I think on, on Racing Post Greyhound TV, you had a few quid on, so you quietly fancied him. He was a big price during the day. He, he was a big price. Um, it was an outstanding feat of Greyhounds. Um, it's understandable that he, he 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 was one of the outsiders, having only had one success prior to the Champion Six final. Having said that, uh, I felt that the dog was coming to himself. His coat was coming to himself. Uh, you could see the condition of the dog improving. Um, he worked during well during the week, and we felt that in the semi final he ran well. Putting all that together, top three wasn't going to be a real disadvantage to him, we felt. Um, Carl's dog obviously was a standing dog and top one deadly destroyer. And we felt before the race that he would be weighing out of the road and it would give us more room to run. Now, as events turned out, it just wasn't like that. Having said that, um, sometimes you, you, you envisage the race beforehand and it doesn't actually go the way you think. Uh, as it turned out, we all seen that Charles, Doug, and, and Bally McWhile come together. And when they came together, there was a bit of room for the machine to go on the inside. He took the opportunity and the rest is history. He's a fantastic greyhound, um, Damien, and, and it's just a, he's a joy to watch when in full flight. He's an outstanding dog that way. He's great pace. Uh, I brought him to the Kirby. And um, before the event started, we gave him a trial. And I, from memory now, I can remember somewhere in the region of, I think it was a 4.37, uh, 28.08, you know, it, which is outstanding running lane to lane in Limerick. Um, but for a dog that has no pace from the traps to the lane. So we, we knew the dog has the ability. It's about putting it all together in the night. And, and getting a bit of luck and running, and we had a bit of luck and running last Saturday night by, and uh, it was our night, and the dog ran away, and we won. Yeah, certainly need a bit of luck. And uh, tell us about the uh, celebrations at home. As I said, we all see the, the wonderful video across uh, social media. You're a passionate greyhound family. You've been in the game now um, for a long, long time, and uh, I'm sure that night was up there with uh, all the all the great days and nights you've had over the years. Absolutely. 
Well, if you go back far enough, um, it's presently known as the Champions Stakes, but before that it was the 200 Club. And myself, my father, sorry, um, Pascal Taggart and, and uh, Bobby Jack got together and uh, it initiated this, the, the stake that was run, now called the Champions Stakes. There was 200 people and we all put £200 each in and that started that format. After a second or third year, I think it was, I'm, I'm going to have to get in, go through the records and check it out. Uh, there was nominators and everything involved originally, but after the second or third year, it changed to a Champions League format. So the event has a long history in our family. Uh, 2010, Timeview Foods, uh, my brother's company, sponsored it for four or five years. And this is the first time we actually won it. So for something going 40 years, and for us being in the industry the whole time, and not having had success in it, you can imagine um, it's a lifelong ambition of my father's to win it. And uh, one of my nephews set up a phone so that he could video uh, his grandfather. Now, he didn't realize it. And uh, now it's on social media, which I don't think he realizes it's on social media neither. Uh, unbelievable. And I'm sure that's something you'll be looking looking back at uh, going forward for the next 40 years. Well, listen, it's it's nice to have achieved it now. So it's it's great it's great to win, and it, it is an, a, a complete family event. Um, everybody's involved, from the grandchildren the whole way through. Uh, if they're not turning the dogs out, they're galloping with us. If they're not galloping, they're going racing. It's a big family involvement. Very good. And tell us about your 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 father's uh, thoughts. Maybe the day or two after, I'm sure, uh, like, like you all got uh, massive satisfaction out of it. We did get great satisfaction out of it. Um, when you think you have a chance, and the dog was such an outsider, and and you actually bet him and he wins, it's the icing on the cake, really, boy. Um, he felt all along that there was a big race success in the dog. Uh, it's a matter of trying to put it all together. He's had a, what I would call a, um, his career to date has been over the standard distances, really, 55 and 550 now is the, the furthest he's went. Uh, if the truth be told, I probably should have stepped him up in distance earlier. Uh, I just felt that it wasn't the right move for the dog with the derby coming. So um, I imagine watching the style of run and what's happening we'll go for the derby and uh, post derby we'll step them up to at least five, seven, five, 600 yards and we'll take it from there Oh it sounds very good and of course look we're, we're, we're drawing closer and closer now to the upcoming uh, Boyle Sports Irish Greyhound Derby you know we, we've enjoyed some great nights over the years in this uh, outstanding competition I'm sure this year is going to be no different and you must be very excited now having achieved um, Champion Stakes glory with the machine heading in with I suppose a bit of pressure off the back and uh, you'll be hoping to go a long long way in the competition We would but um, it's so competitive there's early round heats could be as good as a derby final. So you just have to take the luck of the draw and hope that the dog keeps running well and, and he has good draws and you never know where you end up. Yeah, well, we're certainly looking forward to seeing him in action, uh, Damien. And just we have to talk about um, Unlock Unlock, another really fast greyhound that holds a special uh, part in all your hearts, no doubt. 
absolutely. Uh, she came back from Toaster great. Uh, I gave her a school in Shelburne Park with the machine before the championship stage started. And uh, she came off lame with a shoulder injury. Now, we have been treating her since and uh, we're hopeful of getting her back for the start of the derby next week. Um, I have to gallop her yet, but hope all going well. Uh, she'll take her a chance please God we'll see her line up and uh, I believe she has an litter of pups was was her first litter to Pistana is that right? that's correct they were born the 15th of January so they're getting big now so the time doesn't be long running in that's for sure and you know look as 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 you said earlier look you've been as a family you've been involved in, in greyhound racing uh, for a long long time there's been some great nights um, over the years both I suppose on the track and, and on the coursing fields but just take us back maybe to the start and maybe tell us uh, some of your earliest memories of greyhound racing uh, Damien uh, <laughs> by my earliest race, um, memories would be the 70s you know we had a great dogs called Thurlis Yard, Steve's pal, Kojak, Jerpoint Paris. Great track dogs. And then in the 80s, we sort of progressed onto the coursing fields. And you had the likes of, um, we won the Irish Cup, I think, in 82. And, and then the, the, the Derby, uh, I think the Derby was 88. And 97. So, so we've had some. We've been very fortunate to have some great dogs: Newry Hill, Bexalone, Hilltown. You know, some outstanding greyhounds. But seventies um, would be my early memories of 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 being involved in greyhounds. By very good. That, that that's a long time. And uh, you know, just tell us a bit about the the operation um, at home now, Damien. Well, we would be very much involved in breeding welcome down bitches and uh, rearing them and then taking them to the track and the coursing fields you know 99% of the dogs here would be our own dogs um, sometimes whenever things don't go right you have to be very patient with them and we find it hard enough to explain it to ourselves sometimes rather than explain it to owners um, patience is a virtue and particularly when it comes to young greyhounds you, you, you can't rush them. That would be our uh, theory. Um, they get a great start. It's so important that you um, you only get out of them what you put into them. And it's important that, you know, starting off pups up to 12 weeks old, to, to in our minds, is the most important time of, of Graham's lives. You never get back if you lose out between naught and 12 weeks. So it's important that you, you put the time and effort in at that stage. Um, freedom from then on, plenty of food, open spaces. And you have to, it's very hard to wrap them up in cotton wool and expect them to be able to run. So you have to give them plenty of freedom and plenty of feed and plenty of looking after. And you just hope for the best from there on. Yeah, very good. And uh, look, as you said, it's it's a real uh, family affair. And I suppose, like like so many kennels um, around the country, even from the the ordinary man with uh, two or, or two or three dogs, everyone has their helpers that will come, maybe galloping or, or come racing like that. So there's so many people involved, or even helping out all over the country. Yes, it's um, the industry itself 
has a great family base. Uh, the foundation of the industry would be the family. And um, when you go to the track or the course and field, it's great to see the different generations at the different venues, you know. And, uh, for example, I was in Shelburne Park on Saturday night and you had the Bourne's family. You know, you had Emel de Bourne in her 90s, Peter Bourne and his daughter, Kira Bourne. So it's great to see the three generations all at the track. And we would be no different. Uh, it sure is and uh, just in terms of the Irish Greyhound Owners and Breeders uh, Federation obviously Damien we, we spoke to you a couple of months uh, back the, the chairman and uh, you know the videos the series of videos that you put out were a massive hit and a massive success well it was great to get the recognition at that stage uh, we're about to start filming in the next couple of weeks on the second series of Behind the Track so we're hoping to have them for release early November. So it's an exciting time when it comes from the Federation point of view in preparation for the for the second series. Brilliant stuff. Looking looking forward to seeing them and, and sharing them across all the social media platforms and stuff like that. And I suppose one thing I have noticed in, in I suppose recent weeks or over the last couple of months that you know um, in, in local press um, across maybe you know the, the counties a lot of the counties here in Munster and further afield are um, you know giving a greyhound report. So that's always uh, good to see and, and very positive. I think it's crucial for our own industry that locally. We promote our own sport. It's important that the local papers pick up on the local stories. And I think the national papers will then follow from that. Exactly. And, and just sorry not to interrupt you, but isn't that what local press is all about? It is, but as we be like the GAA, you know, it's the club which is the grassroots. And from our point of view, the local track for the local stories is the grassroots. And it's so important to get that message to the local community and it's amazing how the national papers will pick up on that message. Yeah, without a doubt. And uh, I suppose just before we finish up, look, we're, we're coming up to the, the feature on the calendar, the Boyle Sports Irish Greyhound Derby. Boyle Sports have been fantastic sponsors and friends of Greyhound Racing over the last number of years. And I'm sure the competition is going to be another big hit. Uh, we, we, we'll see some great atmosphere once again in Shelburne Park. Absolutely. It's crucial now if the government ease the restrictions that the local people get back to their local tracks and to Shelburne Park for the Boyle Sports Greyhound Derby. Uh, John Boyle has been a, a fantastic ambassador for the industry. Uh, I was fortunate enough to win the Conan Kirby Farm with a dog called Boyle Sports Hero. And there's nobody more passionate about the industry than John Boyle. So with the Boyle Sports Greyhound Derby just about to start, I think it's important that the local communities and the local Greyhound people get to their local tracks and support the events. Very well said. And uh, just one last question. Have you any other dark Greyhound or young and up-and-coming Greyhound that we can be keeping an eye on over the next couple of months, uh, Damien, or is that all hush-hush at the moment, or have you something we can keep an eye on? Bye. when you're breeding dogs, you're always hopeful of another the machine coming behind. You know, um, there was an unraced the start in Shelburne recently uh, and I entered a few pups. Now, they weren't as advanced as the opposition, but I'd be very hopeful of one of them uh, stepping up to the plate. 
uh, I like a dog called Anonymous. So hopefully, the next time me and you speak, he won't be anonymous. I like that. Love the name. Fantastic name. Just like the machine. Um, fantastic name as well. Well, look, Damien, it's always great to speak to you. We appreciate you um, joining us on the podcast this week. And as I said, no doubt we'll be catching up with you again soon, hopefully when the, the Behind the Track series uh, will, will be launched again. So look, as I said, thanks a million uh, for joining us on the podcast. And once again, a huge congratulations and another famous success in the world of Greyhound Racing. Thanks very much, Brian. Talking Dogs on Thursday with Barry Drake. For all the latest Greyhound racing news, check out grisland.ie forward slash Talking Dogs.